Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Frames Per Second Podcast. What's going on? It's your boy Nick, and I'm here with Kenneth Ange. Hola. And Mike Seatown. Yo. And you're now tuning into the Frames Per Second Podcast. And in this episode, we are continuing on with our weekly recaps of the hit Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian, with, with this recap being dedicated to episode five, titled The Pirate. So, Mike, I'll start with you first. I don't think I ever start with you. What did you think about this episode overall? I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Some nice little Easter eggs, some nice action. I dug it. Yeah, it was really good, man. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, I, I, when I was watching it, it was all, it's all, it just served as a reminder. And I tend to do this anyway. It's just kind of let them get to what they're going to get to. So be patient. Like, and I was thinking about the episode before and how they use that to set up this one. So, but yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, I really liked this episode. Um, when I saw like what it was like 44 minutes, I was excited because we getting a, a large, long, longer story. So usually that means it's a good story. Um, and I think Mike, you you've been saying this, but I've been like this is just bullshit because he a Star Wars fan. But he was like, I like he was like I like not knowing shit. Mm-hmm. Like I like, and I was thinking about that. Like how many shows are like that nowadays where you really can't predict what's about to happen, and you're in suspense week to week. Like that's some. 20 years ago shit, mm-hmm. you know I mean? You don't really get that a lot. So I, I think this episode was just brilliantly placed and I hate that we are only, what, five episodes left, I think, or maybe three episodes left? Yeah, yeah it's only three. eight, yeah, only three episodes wow. left. But yeah, let's get into this show. So this episode uh, starts off with us back at Navarro with uh, Magistrate Grief Cargo having to deal with pirates seeking revenge after their scuffle with Mando in a previous episode. Uh, Ken, what did you think about Grief Cargo in this uh, episode, or the Magistrate? Um, Better put an eye in front of that boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's for the, that's how you know no one respects him, because only the robot remember to say that shit. <laughs> and that's after he cussed them out in previous episode. Yeah, I thought, um, I thought it was, I thought it was good here. Um, you know, I, I was surprised. I guess I was, I thought he was gonna call Mando because Mando had already dealt with the pirates and stuff. So I was somewhat surprised that he reached out to the New Republic. But, um, but I liked that he tried to push back and you know, he was, he was talking this shit. I was, um, you know, to the, to the pirate and stuff like that. So I thought that was, uh, I thought that was good. What about you, Mike? What'd you think of Reef Cargo? Or High Magistrate Reef Cargo? I mean, I, I, I fuck with uh, Action Jackson. So I, I, I dig it. I dig it. Um, I think he's 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 doing the best he can, you know. You mean got. you shoot him too much, man? Like <laughs> he's doing a good job. he got punked out, bro. How did he get punked? He didn't out? get punked. He got out. punked out because the uh, the <laughs> I don't know what this Gordon coral reef. Shark. That, that, that's <laughs> a one thing. <laughs> Oscar the slouch, whatever you want to call him. Mm-mm. He punked his, he got on that intercom and said, "Nigga, I know you ain't got shit back there, so quit bullshit." He didn't punk him out, bro. He got punk, he, he, he had high ground. He bit his tongue. 
He had he high ground. He bit his tongue. No, he didn't. He was about to say something. He the only me. thing that confused me is that then he was like, don't call me again until you got something to say. I'm and like, I was like, you call me? Okay, I wasn't tripping. No. Okay, not. I was like, what? I thought the same thing. <laughs> I, I, thought, I was like, somebody had to call him because why did he say that? Was the, the, the Nobody No, he him. held him. He did. Remember, he said, yeah, you're being held, sir. Yep. And then when he hung up the phone, he was like, don't help me again. Or maybe he was saying like we to, to negotiate. Like, well, he should have said, don't call me unless you're ready. Yes. But he said, don't hail me again. I thought the exact same thing <laughs> Ken said. I wasn't going to bring it up. But I thought the exact. I was like, but you called him. I thought I was tripping because I was like, why the fuck would he call you? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? You, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you showed up to his house. Of course right. you got to call him. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Maybe, it maybe was. I missed something. Maybe something happened. Yeah, all three of us missed something. <laughs> but um, speaking of the nigga that was on this shit, uh, what's his name? Gorion uh, Gor- Shard. 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 Is this the first time? Is this a new nigga or is this somebody that's in the like canon of Star Wars? I've never heard of him until the last episode. Or whatever episode it was that I think it was the first episode. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it before. Uh, Yeah, Mike hadn't heard of him, so they made him up. Yeah, and um, I haven't looked online to see if he existed before. I didn't know if you did like some research afterwards. No, he wasn't. He wasn't cool enough for me to go do research. (laughs) (laughs) The way he looked, kind of stupid. He looked like a muppet. Yeah, he he looks like a big muppet, or he looks like the thing from um, was it the little Tales from the Crypt movie? But either way, he wasn't cool enough for me to go. Definitely Pirates of the uh, Caribbean. Yeah. He definitely, yeah, definitely does resemble that. Um, I thought he was, uh, I thought he was interested in this episode. How? I just, I mean, cause I like how they always try to do like old school shit, but in a, in a techno, like in this futuristic world, like a pirate, like how would a pirate look in this He looked fashion? like a pirate, this, this the fucking future. Why the fuck are you still dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> What he, he he looked like that. What, what else he gonna look I, like? No, he's dressed like a pirate from back in the I'm day. I'm saying when he when he grew up, he was like the only thing I could be is a pirate. Based on <laughs> you know all that shit falling off him and stuff, like he literally got dripped. <laughs> <laughs> he was saving that. I doubt. No, I was. I doubted myself for a minute. I almost said it. I was like, I was like, should I say it? I was like, Nick said worse. <laughs> I, I will eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he was he, he, he really do shit. Nah, he didn't. He attacked the city. I'm about to say we didn't see him he attack didn't. Navarro. He shot. He he was aiming at pedestrians. He's a he's kind of a punk. Yeah. I mean, he did he did kick their ass out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know they was upset. Them white folks was running mad as hell. Yeah, like we left yep. the hood. Yep. <laughs> we cleaned. We the last cleaned time the- I vote for Obama. <laughs> 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 this ain't the change I wanted. We, it's like, it's like, we thought he was getting Obama. We got Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I was can you to your point though. After they attacked, I was surprised you didn't hit up Mando. Especially like I like looking at the flashbacks because they kind of give you an insight of what, or like the the, um, the quick recap summary mm-hmm. before the episode. They give you insight what they might be going to in this episode. But it shows him saying, Mando, hey, look, bro, you should be the nigga that's mm-hmm. in charge, you know, the sheriff of the town. Um, I thought that was the first nigga he would call. Hmm? Yeah, that's right. He, what said I he called the cops. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised. Like, the New Republic. So, yeah, and, you know, and uh, it was it was funny because I think, what's his name? Shard was like, man, the New Republic ain't even fucking with y'all, bro. 
Like they ain't been there. You just talking all this shit just to be talking shit. He was talking shit. He this literally proved that he was. He a was black trying man. to scare him though. He was mm-hmm. like, man, the new republic be through. The new republic be through here all the time. Yeah. And he was like, you lying. Mm-hmm. But he still called him. It didn't make sense to me that he called him either. If you're not a part of the government, why are you yeah. calling them? They're not going to help you. It sounds like what black people be like, man, fuck the government. Then they shit get fucked up. Yeah, first they call the police. <laughs> this is bullshit. I need, I need 12 cops. <laughs> I need the whole police force. That's how I looked at it. I was like, this nigga just mad that niggas fucked up his shit. He kind of explained it, but I, I don't remember what it was now because I've only watched the episode once. But he basically, I forgot what he told them was going to happen if they didn't help. Like, what would be the the big deal of them losing that planet? But I don't remember what it was. Because they, yeah, they're right on the outer rim. So mm-hmm. is that is that dealing with... That's part of that holog- holograph message yeah, that he said? Yeah, yeah, Damn, yeah. I can't remember holograph either. Message, he said something about why it was important to save that place. And I cannot fucking But remember. the way they made it sound, it was a small-ass planet. It was. It don't yeah. even matter all that much. Yeah, yeah kind of. That's what the government was saying? I think they were just like, you're not a part of us, so why should we give a fuck? And we got hella paperwork. Police always talk talk about that shit. Look, we got paperwork we got to do. It's a lot of shit we got to get going. No, they're not lying. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. So what did y'all think about, uh, was it Captain Tiva? Leon Phelps. <laughs> Who was that? Oh, Tiva's the white woman. I thought Leon Phelps was, you know that's ladies man, right? Who, the, that the, was the Captain cop. Tuttle. The black guy. The black dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that said, oh, yeah. I do requisitions. Wreck, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, get I, out my office. I remember him. Yeah, I, I remember him. I, uh, I was surprised to see him in this shit. Me, too. I was, too. But, uh, You're talking about the Asian guy. Yeah, the Asian guy, Captain T. Oh, Captain T. Oh, shit. I called him the white woman. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He, um. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, that's. <laughs> I was like, he look like a woman. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, kid. I don't know, I don't know what you been. I don't know on, what bro. you look. What you be looking at? My man did not look like no woman to me. Say, Carson Tiva. Woo! Give me Tiva. Woo! Come fly this X-wing, girl. He said, "This way, right here. <laughs> this is the way." Ooh, this the way. Oh, man. Go ahead. Like, so I'm about to be mad again. Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell did he want to help? Did that shit seem like he came out of nowhere? He's a good mm-hmm. cop. He's been around. He was in other episodes. I remember, but I didn't think he was down like that. I think he's just a goody goody. He's he's one of those those quote good cops that yeah. they always talk about. Mm. To me, I was like, and Mike, I want to get your thoughts on this because I don't know if you thought the same thing. I looked at him similar, but like the good version of an Andor, uh, who's the white guy? His name? Um, Kern. Kern. Yeah. He's the he's the good version of him. Like yeah. what a good cop would, because the same scene happened really in the in that scene. It was like he went up to the cop like, bro, there's some shit going on that you need to check mm-hmm. out. And the cop was saying the same shit that the other dude said, bro, we got paperwork. It don't matter. Yeah, the guy was and they not that. even fucking. And they not even a part of our whole shit. I guess. But you got the uh, same sentiment? No, I got the exact same sentiment. Um, I think they're really trying to show, uh, once again, just like in that uh, that episode where we had Pershing and all that, they're trying to show that the New Republic is not much different than the Empire. So yeah, that's a really good parallel. I didn't, sp- I didn't specifically think about that episode of Andor, but that makes complete sense. Kern went to them and said, hey, this is happening. We need to investigate. And they didn't care. They were just like, eh, whatever. I'm not worried about this. You have the same issue here. They're going to the New Republic 
and they're asking like say hey these guys need help like you know and, and there's some other fishy shit going yeah, on yeah and there's he some brought other that up to yeah mm-hmm. so and they're just like ah eh, whatever but fucking Aliyah didn't make it any better like she I mean obviously she's doing it on purpose yeah so I mean I can't remember what we had said on that episode that she was in before but I'm pretty certain now that she's definitely a double agent yeah so she's mm-hmm. a she's a villain she's yeah a, she's definitely a villain because yeah, yeah. she was even her ears perked up as soon as she was like hold on oh shit Navarro we were just there nobody it, even called you, you no came in the room she got very white she did <laughs> and, I hate, and I hate how the, the, the black dude fell for it. He was like, hey, aren't you, uh, what do you say to her to bring her back into the room? Aren't you, weren't you on that he planet? Said, yeah, he said, didn't you serve or something like Somewhere that? Somewhere along the outer rim. Yeah, along the outer rim. She's like, she oh, did. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, Navarro. Yeah, them motherfuckers ain't even part of that shit. They ain't even mm-hmm. signed the paperwork. Ted wasn't fucking with her off rip. <laughs> no, he, saw the, he saw the little um, badge she mm-hmm. had. So he knew that she was ex-imperial. And then the fact that she said, well, you know, maybe if they, they need basically if maybe they get fucked up, maybe they'll join. They'll see the now. light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, so we gotta make him suffer to get him to join the fucking group? He wanted to fight her. He, he did. did. He was like, cause I, I remember y'all niggas ain't see the light. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> he sound like he, he sound like he got tortured by somebody back in the day or something happened to him. He don't yep. fuck with them still. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But and it was like, uh oh, that ain't good. <laughs> it was like, dang, bro. But at this point in the episode, I don't know, Mike, did you think about this as far, as far as, like, are we deviating, like, how we did with that Pershing episode, that we were going di- to dive more into the New Republic stuff? Wait, so we, you skipped over a pretty major moment um, when he was at that bar. Oh, was there that big guy? That big guy is from Rebels. So did you finish what Rebels? Mm-hmm. That's Zeb from Rebels. Damn, I missed him. He came, he walked up to, um... He was the one that was talking to Teva? He was one that was talking to Carson Teva, and he was like, you know, oh, you got to call them, they're backed up, they're not going to do shit. I didn't recognize him at all. Damn, the I big felt like, monkey face dude. I felt like he was a big cameo. They all look alike to me, Mike. When I saw him, I was like, that's probably not Zeb. But in Rebels, they make it very clear that there's not many left of his species. So I was like, maybe it is him. But then I waited to the end. It shows the credits, and it has his name. So it's definitely him. Mm. So that's a huge Easter egg for, um, for what I think is coming. But, um, and outside of that, you had Dave Filoni was there, too, actually dressed up. Because he was in one of the other episodes as um, uh, a fighter. I don't mm. know if you remember this or not. Probably not. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Either way, that, that bar moment was actually. <gasps> oh, shit. Yeah, I remember him. <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's in the whole season. Or the whole series. Yeah. He's the like a major mo- part of the show. Yeah, the little goofy look motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he did look goofy in the car he looked goofy in the cartoon. <laughs> he looked a little Oh yeah, he, he looked worse in the cartoon than you doing uh They made him look yeah, they pretty look, fucking dope. He looked dope. Like, I was like, no, oh, they shit. did. They I did. Was like, yeah. I fuck with this dude, whatever he is. Yeah, he was pretty dope. But I'm sorry, what did you actually ask me? Well, I don't, I don't know if you said anything about more about Captain Teva, but I was just asking as far as um did you think we were de- deviating from Mando and going to more new Republic stuff to kind of like, is this a way for them to kind of prop up their show that's about to come up? Isn't there a, a New Republic series coming out? I don't know. Is there? I thought I thought that was one of the slates of Star Wars stuff that was coming, a along new with Republic like Ahsoka show? and all that other shit. I remember hearing rumors about a Knights of the New Republic. Yeah, or something like that. Well, that would have been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years uh, prior. Okay. Like Yoda would have been a teenager. So I don't I don't know what at this point they've scrapped so much shit. Mm. I don't know what the fuck is coming out gotcha. anymore. Okay. Um, but yeah. Wait, once again, I don't think I answered your question. What did you ask me? What was the actual <laughs> just question? overall, I'll just ask you overall about <clears throat> Captain Tevin, what you think. 
I fuck with him, man. I think I think he's what the rebellion was. Like he's the he's the good guy. He's a quintessential good guy. Now I do think at some point he's gonna stick his nose somewhere and get killed. I thought he was gonna get killed this episode. I did, I did too. I thought I was like, bro, this because my one of my questions I was like, I was like, this what happens when you yep. try to be a good cop. I really mm-hmm. thought that I thought he was gonna get off the ship and go look. But um, no, I thought he was gonna die. This nah, he was too. smart. He was like, hey, look, we got, we got, we got, we got AI right here. Yeah, I didn't know they could do that. that he was said like, ChatGPT, cool. ChatGPT, right, right in the back. Hey, uh, after well, after we see that the basically the New Republic said, "Get your ass up out of here," um, he takes uh, Cap- Captain Tiva takes it on his own to go seek out other help. But before that, we cut back to Navarro. And see that grief cargo got kicked out his own crib <laughs> and had to walk the desert like Moses. <laughs> I thought this is why I was like, he ain't shit, kid, bro. You got kicked out. I thought he left. I thought he was taking them to safety. I ain't know he got kicked out. I assumed he got kicked out because the last, the before that, the last thing we saw was he looked at his city and saw the shit blowing up. <laughs> That's why and I thought he like, left. Yeah, bro. And the, the robot said, let's, let's escape. He was like, I ain't going to leave my city or my people. The robot was like, well, fine. You can stay. I'm out. <laughs> no, nah, he, he ain't leaving his people, but he left the city. Damn. <laughs> he ain't leave the people. The people were right with him. Yeah. Said, Where we going, boss? <laughs> There's only one exit. Off the <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, he was like, yeah, you know, it's fine. I call help. They were like, who? When? Yeah, <laughs> they when were they Lying ass. That's what I was asking. I was like, bro, did they do him dirty? in this run. No, they didn't do him dirty. Y'all been mad too. Yeah, he was right. Help did come. <laughs> it just took too damn long. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought it was, yeah, I was like, damn, they got my nigga. I assume he has soldiers. Something. That's what surprised me. The fact, I mean, I know he was asking for like a sheriff and all this other shit, but I thought he had actual soldiers and the fact that he had nothing. Nothing. It was like, stupid. You really, no really guns, stupid. no nothing. I mean, even if he had guns, it wouldn't have done shit if he didn't have any soldiers. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because those were pirates. They're used to fighting. It's like a biker gang showing up to a, a church. You know, these, those fucking people weren't going to be able to fight. Damn. Um, yeah, so Grief Car got kicked out, waiting on help. We then see Captain Tiva go out and seek help, like I mentioned earlier, and he goes to visit the Mandos in their quote-unquote remote location. <laughs> That robot snitched their ass out, bro. They should have shot his ass. Mike, at this point, <clears throat> have you lost some respect for the Mandos this season? Since regular cops like Captain Tiva can pull up unannounced to their crib? No. No, it's not their fault. I mean, the robot was um, part of the rebellion. So if anything, I, I just assumed that the robot still had some kind of tracker on it. Now, should the Mandos have thought about that? Maybe. But he got it from uh what's her face? From the, the chick with the curly hair. So he probably uh, thought he probably thought the, the, the robot was fine. Oh, wait a minute then. How did Tiva know to tap the robot then? Because he said he served in the rebellion with the robot. Yeah, but he's saying how did he even think <laughs> yeah, about Yeah, but why would he even how did what? How did he even think about How t- did know they even had B five or whatever it was? How did Tiva know that the Mandos had it? This is a humongous stretch, but the only thing I can think of is it's like selling a car. Like if I buy a car from you, you have to give me a title. Mm-hmm. I assume that if that robot has been in the rebellion, they have to keep track of it because that robot probably has sensitive information on it maybe. Mm-hmm. So if What's-Her-Face sold the robot 
to Mando. No, but I'm still talking myself in a circle. Yeah, we, we kind of got to fill in the gap <laughs> on that one. Because still, why would he think to even look for the robot? I right. have no idea. Maybe the robot always responds to signals and maybe the one of the signals. Bro, he, he got in his ship when they said, nah, we're not going to help. He got in his ship and it flew there. Yeah, y'all are right. I have no idea why the fuck he would think to be like, oh, let me see what R5 is doing. Well, I'm with all these masked people. You just come over here and hang out. We about to have a barbecue. <laughs> it like yeah, I almost know. got got too. I thought someone was gonna grab his ass out of that water when he was just standing there talking to man. But I was like, something about to happen. But, uh, yeah, but they show like when they were coming up on it, they show like a wave in the water. So I think that was the big crocodile thing. I, I think, and I, I didn't notice this until I watched the episode again after we reviewed it. But remember when they were shooting in the water last episode? They were out, they looked like they were doing target practice. Yeah. They were just shooting in the water. And I was like, why the fuck, that's stupid. Why are you just shooting in the mm -hmm. water? Mm -hmm. I think they're trying to make sure that those fucking crocodile things don't come back. So oh. they're just shooting in the water as target practice, but it maybe it's, it also doubles as... My only combat is like, they were shooting at the crocodile and they wasn't doing shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> that crocodile, right, yeah. he right. probably was upset that they even yeah. living there. Yeah. And the water's going to slow the little blast down. So yeah. I don't know what they thought that was going to do. You're right. You're right. I take it back. It's just a bad location. It is. It's bad real it's estate. It's a shitty ass location. Whoever they real estate agent trash. They need to be fired. But well, those are lasers. Would lasers slow down the water? I would think kind of light. It didn't. That croc was like, Psh, bitch. Yeah, them, 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 it was just like beast things to it. I felt like it wasn't until Mando showed with a ship with actual blasters mm -hmm. that it got fucked up. But I think they, I and I think it, that the crocodile was in, the, and I think they showed it on purpose, was in the middle of the ocean. This episode? Mm hmm. They didn't I show didn't it, but that. they just showed like a big wave in the in the middle. It was like a white crest. Oh, I missed that. Shit. So I was like, oh, there's that thing. I assumed it was that thing because it was the only part of the land that was kind of, water that was uh, disturbed. Huh. What did you think about how uh, CT pulled up on the Mandos? CT, I don't know if he cool enough to get a nickname. Should he help? He's kind of lame. He's too lame to have a yeah. He, he helped out. Mando said, "Look, bro, he helped me out with yeah. some shit, bro. Oh, no. he's, he's you know Carson. how you get cool when a cop lets you go. His he name is Carson. <laughs> he can't have no fucking cool. That's why he go by CT. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he. Well, first of all, they do have to move. That was stupid of him saying that he won't reveal the location. Like, bro, it's already over. Um, I thought it was a hell of a gamble to go there to try to convince him, but I think it worked because he helped Mando out before. So he felt a little bit safe, but Pav was still, they were still about to kill him. I mean, they had, as soon as he showed up, they had him. Um, it was lined up. Mountains. Yeah. That's why he came up with his hands up. <laughs> he was like, hey, look. Mm -hmm. And then when he went into his pocket, I was like, oh, they about to oh, shoot yeah. at his ass. He almost got got. Mm -hmm. But um, Ken, what did you think about uh, the Mando intervention that we see after he, he gave him that message from Grief Cargo. Only that now I know why they had the episode before. And that only way he would, they would even agree to do this is for them to do what they did. So, and you know, we talked about that and we suspected that. So it was just confirmation. So, and that's why I was like, cool, you just kind of kind of let things play out. So I was like, oh, okay, that's why. Cause Pop wasn't gonna do that shit. If and it wasn't for that mission? Yeah, if he didn't save the son, he said it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he saved my son. And Boca, shit, she, he said she didn't give up, and all y'all did. Mm -hmm. I thought he was including himself in that, because he let, I think he, he did. Then he lowered <laughs> his head, he was like, we all thought so yeah. too. I think he did. I know his son like, you ain't shit, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I was dead? <laughs> this is my new mommy, fuck you. 
<laughs> what you think about uh, Paz's speech, Mike? I, I I wasn't even thinking about the last episode, so I was like, this motherfucker, man, he's he's always hating. He, he was ready. He was ready to have the floor too. He grabbed yeah. the hand. Was like, <laughs> everybody was like, ooh. <laughs> yep, they knew. They knew. Here come fucking. The Hadalorian gonna go up there and just say a bunch of shit. So I was like, man, this motherfucker. And he started off with some shit. I don't even like this motherfucker. He did. He bought this little punk ass baby. <laughs> and a whole bunch of us died for this little punk ass. Baby. He said, well, we was living in the mud. Right. We sacrificed for this little goofy ass thing. Hey, Grogu, that thing. Hey, who hey, you talking to? Grogu got real. He was like, damn, nigga. Shit. My bad. Grogu about to toss his big ass across the room. <laughs> but nah, I liked how they, they switched it up. And he said, until he saved my son. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, but Mike, did you think that uh, Paz had the voice of the streets like that? Like everybody, everybody, once he said something, they was like, all right, bet. This is the way. Yeah. He, I was he, surprised. Because I, I, I thought we always right. think that it was the armorer who had that kind of lead. It is. That's what I was going to say. If the armorer stood up and said, I don't think we should go, they'd all have been like, all right, cool, we're not going. But I think, I think even the armorer was like, all right, yeah, Paz has a point. They get a chance to get a crib? Because that's what Mando basically offered him. He was like, look, yeah. we that already was, that got was the only thing anyway. Said, yeah. <laughs> so. He said, y'all want to live in caves or sewers? Because I got a spot with yeah. 40, 40 acres and a mud horn. <laughs> <laughs> we can go live right there. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like that scene. I like to see the, the unity. And it also, to me, Bo-Katan, bro, she is a opportunist, like a motherfucker, too. Mm -hmm. bro. She, she got up quick and said, all right, bet. We about to do it. Here's what we about to do. She came up with a plan and everything. Yep. Natural like that. Mm -hmm. um, but... Ken, do you think that she needs Paz's support if she wants to potentially work with Not anymore. Going? You don't think so? Mm -mm. She's been blessed, bro. So the armorer gave her gave her the the right of passage. Mm -hmm. So nah, nah. He ain't like it at all. But uh, but nah, she only she only needs support. Really, you think the same thing, Mike? Mm -hmm. The armorer's word is final. So no matter what Paz says. If the armorer says this is what we're doing, that's what they're gonna do. Now I don't know why, because I they don't explain who the armorer is. We'll, I still don't know who she is. We'll but. get to that, yeah. Because um, I think she she plays some uh, interesting part. Um, <clears throat> but then after they agree, we then see them go back to the city of Navarro as far as all the Mandalorians. Um, but Mando wasn't alone. Of course, he brought the squad. Uh, what did you think about their plan overall, Mike? Oh, once it played out, it was a good plan. Yeah, use Mando to, to be a distraction, fly them in, drop them off, and then go back and fight. It was a good-ass plan, but that's what they're known for. They're known for good battle plans. So I'm glad we're seeing more of that. And who is, um, <clears throat> who is Vane? Is he in the, in the canon, too? Mm -mm. Never heard of him until that same episode where he showed up. I don't know who he is. He reminded me of, I got Starscream vibes when he <laughs> left. He was like, you on your own, bro. I can't take him seriously, cause he ain't got no like his face is just too. It's weird too flat. Him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like he got some kind of rare disease. What kind of disease? I don't know. I just see his face and I'm just like, you like you were born wrong. <laughs> he didn't look like an alien to me. He just yeah. looked like a fucked up person. Like his mouth is all long and his nose is real small. He, he looked like a looking. grown fetus. 
if that makes sense. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I, I thought like, bro, they keep on giving this man screen time. He got to be somebody. They kept him alive for a reason. So. Yeah. And he's escaped too. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to show back up with, he just, um, what's his name? Gideon or something. I don't know. Probably. I don't think he's that cool for me to care about either. Because it's not like he's shown himself to be like a dope warrior or anything mm-hmm. like that. He got his ass whooped. He a punk, for real. I don't think he's a punk. He only left when he realized this is some bullshit. There's no way I'm going to win. But he was really trying to fuck Mando up. Mm-hmm. Um, what did y'all think of the scene that we see? So, uh, Oh, yeah, Ken, what are your thoughts on like the plan and everything? No, it was, it was cool. It, I was curious to see if it was going to work. And it did. I like when Mando, when, when uh, Cargo was like, yo, man, it's like 10 to 1. He was like, I like those odds. He had said that in the first episode, which I happened to watch already so i remember that line so um but yeah he was messing him up he was like oh he's uh he's above you then he's below you so was that a good action sequence uh for you too hell yeah yeah that was a good ass action scene the only thing that did irk me a little bit is that this guy i i got snoke vibes where it's like okay you guys set it up to where you we think he's gonna be this big badass Mm. And he shows up and he gets kind of taken out fairly easily. Mm-hmm. Like they just shoot up all his engines and he crashes. Yep. You know, I thought it would have been a little bit cooler if he did some real damage. That's a small gripe, but he just wasn't that he wasn't that cool to me. Which is probably why they took him off the board. Just go yeah. ahead and get rid of him. You know what I'm thinking? All this stuff is about like so far this season we've been talking about like broken homes as far as like homes being destroyed. Uh with the Mandalorians, like they obviously they lost Mandalore, but mm-hmm. Bo-Katan lost her house. The Mandos lost their house or, or their cave originally in Navarro. So it's all about, to me, it was just all about using the pirate and stuff to bring them all back to their own land to have their own shit so we can get past how they gonna all come back together and who's gonna rule that, like trying to jumpstart that conversation. So he, I think this is just a huge plot device just to get us to where we are. No, it, that's, yeah, it definitely was, but I just, I just, Thought he was gonna be a bit more of an adversary. Based on how he looked, you thought he was. Gonna... Yeah, based on how they were talking about him, he couldn't even shoot. He yeah, he really couldn't. Yeah, he was like, oh, he's shooting at the people. He was hitting the roof that he, he sure already was. shot. And those people were all clumped yeah. in right there. They bro. were right there. Like any of us could have fucking killed them. Hmm. What's his name from fucking John Wick, the blind? Kane could have took all those people out. He was missing. It's like, dude, what's what's happening here? And by a lie, it seemed like it wasn't even close. Yeah. Again, small gripe. It's not a yeah. big deal, but I, just I thought he was gonna be a bit cooler than he was. As soon as I saw him, I was like, bro, he ain't gonna be shit. Let's just. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he was gonna die. He was just gonna die crashing. Um, but I was just like, oh yeah, let's just, like they gonna kill him and move on to the next thing. Um. But after that, we we get to see, we in the midst of that, we get to see the armor in action. I I, I love that scene. That shit was dope when you saw that damn hammer, and she walked in. I was like, oh, we get to see her throw down, and she messed them up. The only thing was the one that was shooting at everybody. How the hell he didn't hear yeah, any yeah, of that yeah. shit behind him? I have no idea. I can only assume that the gun blast was loud. I guess so. That's but. the only thing I could think of. And he was probably having fun. So you know how you just be turning everything out. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no. that's how Paz felt when he came out with his guns. He thought they was going to win. Yeah, off he of loved him. that shit, bro. He did until they started shooting from up high. He was like, oh, shit. He got shot. He got, 
Oh, he didn't even yeah. get shot. His boy got shot. No, he got, no, he got shot. He got he flew oh. back like five yep. feet. That oh, nigga shit. He started crawling. Oh no! Oh no! He found the biggest boulder to hide behind. He was like, oh shit! Still out there, What men doing? Somebody call his ass. Where the fuck Boca Tom? Boca Tom. Shit. <laughs> uh, no, nah, but I, that's how I, I was like, this nigga just tuning everything out. He happy as hell on that damn good. He waiting to use that since they trained him. She did. She smacked him all the way off the room. <laughs> I ain't never seen anybody get snapped with some with some, with some vice grips before. <laughs> Pliers. Pliers, bro. He snatched the back of his neck. <laughs> I was like, what did she grab? Because he jerked all the way back. What? Did she get a piece of neck meat? I don't know. Man, he was gone. That shit had me dying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. She, I mean, she hasn't used guns or anything ever. Nope. I'm like, what the fuck? And why did y'all think? Yeah. So there's this big gun, and it's taking people out. Let's send the chick with no weapon. When, I don't even know what they sent. It's the fur on the back of her, <laughs> on her back. That's how you know she like, bro. Whatever she about to do, she could do yeah. her shit. Well, it, she was yeah. walking slow too. She, she took her time. She that's, did. That's even when she, she got there, that's bro. That's how cold she is, bro. You give her a weapon, I feel like that's the last. She's a she's a forger. She's known, she know how to do anything. Forge a sword. You got a fucking hammer <laughs> and a pair of vice grips. Yeah. Like. That's a dangerous combination. You gonna kill or fix a car. <laughs> what, what are you doing? But she doesn't have a fur collar. You're right. Anybody with a fur collar, you're not, you're not winning a battle again. You ain't fucking yeah. with him. Craven the Hunter had a fur collar. <laughs> Rick James had a fur collar. <laughs> 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 You ain't never heard a story of anybody whooping Big James. I, hey, Mike, that's why I was like, never. bro, that was a mic drop moment. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey. So after defeating Shard and his pirates, the Mandos finally get to settle in a place where they don't get eaten by random animals. Um, but this is where this, the episode gets interesting for me. I don't mm. know about you, Ken. But what did you think about that one-on-one -on -one conversation? Bo-Katan had it. Well, the armorer called her. She was like, hey, look, nigga, come back, come back to the back. <laughs> we have another talk. I thought she was um, calling her back there because in the cave when they were talking, she used the word you. She didn't say we. She was like, you all get to do this and you all get to do that. You get a home, et cetera, et cetera. And when she said you, the armorer looked at her in a slow turn. So I was like, oh, she wanted to ask her about that you because it don't seem like she all the way in. I had no idea she was going to ask her about this damn or talk to her about this mythosaur. I didn't think she believed her. Because that's how she either. reacted. So that caught me completely off guard. Same for you, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, the armor is hard to read, but we got zero indication that she believed anything bo said. I really thought she was just bullshitting her. So, yeah, that whole conversation was really, really confusing to me. I get what she's saying, though. It just seemed like it was too quick of a turn for her. Yeah, it makes sense for her to be like, all right, yeah, we should all be one group. Mm -hmm. There's no point in having a divided Mandalore. So go find all your friends, bring them back, and let's all be friends. I get it, but it was just like, when did this change of attitude happen? But because it's the armor, I'm just like, okay. I was with anyone it, else, I'd be like, ah, I'm not buying this. Because we don't know much about the armor anyway. Because she's weird mm -hmm. anyway. She might have had a dream. And just like, all right, cool. I was thinking more of like the helmet's help and hurt in this in this case because in the last episode or last time we see her talking to her we don't see her facial expression we just see her body language you talking about the armor or yeah the armor okay 
so we don't know how she reacted basically or like she could have been like oh, oh shit, yeah, you know right. what i'm saying <laughs> but she just sitting and she talks like a damn robot mm -hmm. so like that's why it's like a huge if i thought the same thing too mike i was like bro where the fuck is this going but i'm like it's the fucking helmet it it, mm. it, it blinds you from how they really feel i guess but and she does speak with the same tone and expression right. the whole time so i don't know if she would have had a different face either mm. She at least something. The myth is so, I mean, like, she was just like, nigga, that's a myth. I'm ready to see, <laughs> oh, I'm going to take the helmet off. I want to see Me what too. she looked like. I thought she was going to do the same Me thing too. when she asked Bo Katan. She was like, take your helmet off. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is about to go. No way you think it's, about to go. it's about to be Star Wars at the door. <laughs> Man, no at night. <laughs> that is not. She's going to be banging still tonight. The Bangalorean. <laughs> That's not what I thought they were going at. Uh, uh, it, it, crossed, it flew across my mind like light speed. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, and neither did Boca. Boca, Boca thought it was a trick. She was like, for real? You she trick. went with it, though. It <laughs> took her a minute because she didn't She didn't know what was going on. She said something like, you in my house? You trust my house? What did she say? Yeah, there? something about, do you respect my house or something along Something like mind. that. If you respect my house, take your shoes off. And she did. But I thought, I thought Armor was going to take her helmet off, too. So, But yeah, her, her statement made sense. It just, I wasn't expecting that. Now, let me ask you this question, Mike. Uh -oh. Does this mean anything when it comes to just, and this is speculation, because we don't, again, we don't know where the series is going, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. based off, especially off this episode. But Mando's still our Mando, right? What do you mean? Like, man, like the main show is about Din Jarwin, right? Who knows at this point? Because I'm thinking, why are they doing all this? Why are they pro why are they creating Why are they bring all these Mandalorians? Why are they creating this scenario where it feels like it's kind of too easy, right? We saved a kid. We um her house got destroyed. That's why she's with them. It seems like she's creating the plans already for their for their missions, the last two missions at least. It seems like it's just a natural way like you said she's a natural leader. It seems like things are easily falling into place for her to take over and, and as we see, that's what even the armor wants to. But there's this nigga with this little baby over here that's been our main character something that we've been following who even has the the dark saber himself do you think that it's they're building this up for a collision course with that did she ever give that thing back to him yeah i think so yeah okay i mean i said i said at the other episode that i think that at some point they're gonna come head to head I don't know if I agree with that anymore because I don't really, at this point, I don't really know what the fuck is going on. Because he was so submissive when everybody was like not into agreement. To well, like no, I expected that. He's not a leader. That's why I, that's why I said before. Like, Din Djarin is not a leader. He's a good fighter. He's a good planner. He's not a leader. So I'm, I'm not even remotely surprised that he's like, yes, let her take point. Let her be the leader. He doesn't want to do that shit. Mm -hmm. But you don't think it's happening too easy, too fast? No, because because we have to remember the w way back in season one, they basically gave the impression that the Mandalorians were in hiding, like they weren't running shit, like wasn't nobody scared of them. They were in a fucking sewer hiding from people. They never went above more than one at a time. So the fact that they didn't have like a strategic leader, but they have the spiritual leader, but she, you know, Armor is like a fucking preacher or something. I don't think she could plan a war. So now you have someone that's actually been through all of this. She's been through multiple wars. She's a natural leader. Her name actually means something in the streets. It makes sense that she shows up and this just moves to her. 
I don't know that I'd say it's been easy. I mean, she lost her entire house. And then she's, yeah, I agree with you that she's an opportunist. She saw like, oh, I can get in with these guys. And if I can get to the top of the ranks, I can command all of them. I don't think at any point was she expecting the armorer to be like, look, go grab all your other friends and come back. Yep, you walk both worlds, unite the tribes. Do you think she's the right leader for them? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think she'll she'll suffice. I um, I think this was, cause I've been hearing what you guys said. This was the first time I was like, oh shit, they may have fucked up. Why is that? Um, because of what you guys were saying. Like, this is what she's wanted all along, and then it happened. And the look on her face was like, yeah, I'm about to run all this shit. So, um, so yeah, so that, that was my thing. I don't think the armor really know what she's getting herself into. Or like who she's teaming up with. That's, that's, the, that's the reservation that I'm holding back. Cause like, to me, it just seems like as soon as we met Bo-Katan, like it's like she's always been like on the fence as far as like, do I think she's with or against Mando? And, I th- and I'm saying that because I think Mando's still the main character of this okay. series. So I'm expecting him to be pushed, thrust into this leadership role without him really wanting to, but having to. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. It's like Luke anymore. Skywalker. That nigga wasn't no leader either, but he ended up leading, well, eventually leading the rebellion. Yeah, he didn't lead no, no rebellion. That was Leia, wasn't it? Yeah, Luke didn't really lead shit. He just went off and fought Vader. That's the main shit, right? Now, yeah, he didn't lead anybody. Right. He didn't come up with the plan. He didn't really, I don't want to say he didn't do anything. It wouldn't have worked without him. But yeah, he, he shot up the Death Star and everything, right? That was that's the not first leading, one. He bro. Still wasn't the leader. He was a follower. He I'm honestly, yeah, I'm honestly surprised Mando's still there. I thought he would have left by now. Well, he ain't got shit else to do. He ain't a bounty hunter no more. Ain't he? He's not a bounty hunter anymore, and he wants a family, so he's not gonna go anywhere. Mm, and that's okay. his family, so he's gonna protect them, unless it comes down to them between them and the kid. Then it's gonna be a different. He, then he's gonna go Joel on them, <laughs> and kill everybody. <laughs> But nah, he has no reason to go anywhere. But I, it made sense to me that he gave the leadership duty over to Bo-Katan because that's what she's good at. Okay, we'll see how that goes. I, I, that's my that's my hot take of the rest of the season. They I mean, some shit gonna happen between them two. Look, I think judging by body language, well, and and what was said, because Pav was like, she ain't got a helmet on. He always call this shit out. <laughs> so you gonna pick her? And then, you know, she was like, this is the way. She's like, then, no, she said she walks two worlds. Yeah, she, like yeah something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Mando, it just looked like he was like, I don't know about this one. Mm-mm. I didn't you didn't get that? that? No, nah, he was he was cool with it. He like, I fuck with her. She helped me out hella times. He looked at Mando and kind of gave him the look. And Mando did like this. Like, yeah. You're right. You did. He and did. He was like, all right, cool. He did. When he see Grogu face. Grogu has the same look every damn episode. Oh, no, bro. He I thought it. he was going to pull out that damn uh, <laughs> thing with homeboy calling him out. He's like, hey, bro. That cash money. Now, <laughs> the cash money record yeah. chain. Hey, I fuck with that yeah, YMCMB chain, chain man. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll table that conversation. I guess we'll find out in, in future episodes. But we'll before we get out of here, um, there's more to the episode, at least the last part of it. Um, when just when we think it's over, we get another scene that shows Captain Tiva finding out that not all Mandos are good, or at least that's what we're assuming. Mike, what did you think of this new discovery? Um, the new discovery of the 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 Beskar being on the wall, or like Mandalorians being bad potentially. Well, that's the thing. So I don't know what I don't know what this scene means because I don't know if this means Mandalorians helped. 
Moff Gideon get out of there. I don't know if this means that Moff Gideon maybe left a piece of Beskar behind to set them up. I don't know if I don't know what I didn't the think fuck about is that. I didn't think about that because I was uh that's a great point because I was thinking like I was reading a little bit and they were saying like there's all Mandos aren't good because there's different le- kind yeah. of Mandos. So the crew that 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 Bo-Katan used to run with the Death Watch they weren't good guys. They they were cool with Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah that's the one. yeah I read that. So the whole idea that there could be. It, it could make sense if if that group is still around, it would make sense that they're not going to be loyal to the same people that Bo-Katan is loyal to now or the same people that Mando runs with. It would make sense that we would have evil, war-hungry Mandos running around. The thing that's weird is they all have helmets with these spikes on them that look kind of like the armorer's helmet. So I'm I'm still not sure if she was part of Darth Maul's crew at some point, and maybe that's gonna be the big spin that she's actually working with Darth Maul. I don't fucking know, but I don't really know what I don't know what this scene means. It's confusing. Yeah, and you know, um, you just end it with her uniting all the tribes, and then you say there's this bat. You tell us that there's a bat one out there mm-hmm. that potentially broke out Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. So, and we already know how these Mandos feel about Moff Gideon. Yeah, they hate him because he was responsible for killing a bunch of them. Well, because he had the saber, right? Would that mean they have been loyal to him? So the whole the whole thing is, yeah. The part of the rule is whoever wins the saber, they're you know runs Mandalore. But there's also this thing of they don't want someone that's not a Mandalorian to run Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Darth Maul took Mandalore over is what pushed Bo-Katan and her people to be like, nah, fuck y'all, we're out of here. We're gonna go form our own group, which led to, you know, Clone Wars last season, the last episode. But then you also have, um, I lost my train of thought. Well, I I was asking because (laughs) I was wondering if, um, (laughs) if the people, if that was the case and he was leading a certain set, a certain group of uh, of Mandalorians, Mm -hmm. if they broke him out because one, they probably still thought he had it, or they still have a sense of loyalty to him. I think they. I think it would be that they they might just still have a sense of loyalty to him because they may not. They may look at what the Mandalorians that we've been seeing on the show are doing as them being some punks because they used to run their entire planet. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like supreme warriors, and now the fact that they're working for some random ass black dude named Karga on a jacked up planet, they might be like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" We was Kangs, bro. <laughs> Y'all over here serving this motherfucker. But I think that's why. Uh, maybe that's why the armor was like, "Yo, like you need to go find all these people. We getting the fuck up out of here. We going, we going to Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So they going back to their planet because they don't want to hide anymore. Right. So we'll take this land. It's great, cool. We're not hiding a secret anymore. But you know, we, we about to go get our own shit, bro. But now, what if it turns out that fucking the armor has been. Well, no, I don't think that's what it is. Yeah, that's, think, that's too much for three it episodes. It's too, much three, it's too much for three seasons, because really, her people got killed, too. So, no, I don't think that's what's happening. It would be crazy if that's what's happening, but I don't think it is. Bro. I mean, shit, I'm with it. Like you said, bro, I don't know what the fuck about to happen. Once that man went, went up to that shit, I was like, bro, I thought that it was too dark. Yep. It was too quiet. quiet. Yep. I'm like, bro, something in that motherfucker. And he's too much of a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I, I got spoiled by those fucking Walking Dead episodes where it would be like, 
they spend a whole episode on somebody and the very next episode the motherfucker is dead <laughs> and they do that shit over and over and over <laughs> so i legit thought he was gonna be oh yeah or whatever the fuck, send your little thing in there. And right when he's looking at the little screen, he's gonna get popped in the back of the head. Me too, yeah. Or the ship's I, gonna explode. I, I was expecting some like I thought there was a light coming from like another ship that was creeping up on him that was gonna blast his ass. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, nah, he, he was calling him out. He was like, Moff Gideon never got the trial. How about that? We don't still know what's up with that. Yeah, he was saying all yeah. types of yeah, shit he on was air. Talking a lot of shit, bro. He's been saying that that and that's been a rumor. That's what Aliyah was saying before. Not Aliyah, she didn't say it, but someone said it around her that they thought Moff Gideon escaped. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how, I mean, is the New Republic that whack? Yes. That y'all just like, oh, we have this major war criminal and we don't know where he is. Yes. They gotta know that he broke out. They, they behind paperwork. That's what the black dudes say. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna stop, they gonna stop blaming brothers for all the problems. <laughs> he was, he, the nigga could, the robot didn't listen to his ass. He's like, don't put that on my table, he nigga. Like, <laughs> and the robot did. Throw that shit, nigga was like. <laughs> what you gonna do about it? Get out of here. <laughs> they'll get no hey, black man in charge, kid. They you say they'll that. get disrespected by everybody. Even a droid. <laughs> and you program to respect me. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what the fuck is happening, but all I know is it's it's really, really interesting. My only gripe is we have three episodes left, and I feel like this story is moving very slow. And if the next episode is 35 minutes, I'll be upset. It might be, thir- you know, if the ep- if the next episode is thirty five minutes, but we're getting into the story of what's actually happening, I'd be cool. Okay. But it's, if it's thirty five minutes and it's another fucking side story, you know, somebody lost their dog and they gotta go <laughs> find the dog and the dog end up in the water and they can't swim, I, bro. There's three episodes left and we still gotta know all this other shit. Yeah. I so feel like I this know. season is is fill- shaping up to be one of filler for the story. That they, the bigger story that they're trying to get to. Oh, because of what Mike was saying with uh, John Favreau was saying we just got where hell we are, shit. No, not that. Just kind of where we are right now. It's just we need to sew up these things with with Mando, and then we're gonna get into the bigger thing that we got working on here. So you know, getting back to his people, getting them back to Mandalore, doing the Mythosaur, all the other stuff. I don't think we're gonna get a solid conclusion to what to this to the season. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. They're gonna show Moff Gideon the last episode or some shit. Oh, now do you think? But so? that would be so fucked up. There's only three left, and it's just yeah. like, I mean, I'm all the seasons have had nothing but side missions, so I get it. This is on par, but it's like we're the third. This is the third season, and we're still not exactly sure what the main story is. I know you're. It's the whole thing about uniting the Mandalorians and reclaim Mandalore, but where does Moff Gideon fit into all this? So I don't know, I don't know. I'm here for the ride though. I got no complaints, I'm still, not no complaints, but I have very few. I'm still loving this. Yeah, me too, me too. Any other thoughts on this episode? No, I'm good, man, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's been really good. Yeah. Rod will be on with us next week, y'all, so he'll give us, you know, his thoughts on the last <laughs> couple episodes. Shit, though. <laughs> That's all you gonna say? Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah. Those are our thoughts on this episode. Please let us know what you guys think. FPS Podcast is a Reddit thread. That's also our handle for IG and Twitter. And we'll catch you next week. We out. Peace.